Legal Monday. Know your right. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And of course, I do have my guest, um, hashtag Legal Monday. All parents are entitled to four months parental leave, uh, rules High Court. So sections of the basic, uh, basic Conditions of Employment Act, that's BCEA, and the Unemployment Insurance Fund Act have been declared unconstitutional because when it comes to maternity leave, they unfairly discriminate against mothers and fathers, surrogate parents, and those who adopt children. So the matter was brought to court by a Polukwane couple, uh, Wena and Inka van Veik, uh, Sonki Gender Justice, and the Commission for Gender Equality, with several other organizations acting as Amicus uh, Curé, uh, the sole respondent was the Minister of Labor, uh, the custodian of the BCEA. But to unpack all this, I do have uh, my legal advisor who will help me uh, to decode all this jargon. I'm not a lawyer by profession, so my education where legal aspects are concerned are just slightly limited. Sepo Mujapilo, uh, Director and Attorney at Mujapilo Attorneys. Good evening and welcome to The Viewpoint. Good evening, Bertha. Thank you so much for having me. And good evening to all the listeners this night. So what does this mean? What's happening here? So essentially, um, the judgment just basically deals with a gender neutral, if you may, maternity leave that um, the judge, um, Judge Sutherland, has ordered that there be an inquiry in Parliament to say that these provisions seem to be unconstitutional on the basis that they differentiate between the different classes of parents and therefore they should be amended so. But also remember that the reality is that they must be proven to be um, unconstitutional in the actual constitutional court, you know? So these are just the findings of a court, of a judge rather, in a lower court, but they must be confirmed by the constitutional court to say that yes, indeed, the provisions are unconstitutional and as a result, they must be changed um, to suit the, the, what's this, or at least to not differentiate between the different classes of parents. Mm. And in, in, in this particular case um, that I've just, I think I just highlighted the bit of it because then that's where our main story is coming from. Mm-hmm. From a layman's perspective, what happens, let's say, if there are parents in a, a natural birth arrangement? Because um, I'm, I'm just a little bit confused because it, it, it used to be very clear that the parent, the parent that carries the baby, which happens to be mm. the mom, uh, then gets yes. maternity leave. That's correct. So in terms of the basic conditions of Employment Act, right, the act stipulates that for any natural or, or the birth mother, we refer to the woman giving birth as the birth mother, and she's entitled to four months consecutive maternity leave um, when before, which can also be taken before she gives birth, but that maternity leave is given four months consecutively. Now, whether payment is made 
is at the discretion of their employer. But the importance here is to note that the birth mother is given four months consecutive um, maternity leave. A father to a child whose child is born is only actually given um, 10 days leave, which is the family responsibility leave or the paternity leave, as, as we would call it. Those are the only instances, at least for that, for, for a natural birth, like you've said, where you are then entitled to that leave and it is legislated. Now, it's slightly different when you're dealing with adopted and surrogacy um, parents, mm -hmm. but essentially the differentiation between the different classes. When I started, I told I spoke about the different classes of parents. Because you rightly put it, there is the birth parent. There are parents that are that become parents by virtue of adoption. And then there's also the parents that via surrogacy become parents of the child. Okay. So what in a case where you are an adopting parent and you've adopted mm. an infant that is like a really, really small infant, maybe two months old? Yeah. How does that work? So in those in, in those instances, so let me actually break it down for all different categories. Yes, please. Because we've dealt with the birth mother and the birth father that are entitled to four months for the mother mm -hmm. and then 10 days for the father. Okay. Now, when you're dealing with an adopted child, the parents of the adopted ch child can only get 10 weeks of maternity leave. And that's also 10 weeks for the mother and then the 10 days again for the father, that paternal leave. Now, for adopted children specifically, there's also a cap on that leave because the cap says that if the child is under the age of two, then you qualify for that um, maternity leave. But if the child is above that, then you don't qualify for that um, maternity leave. Now, in the case of surrogacy as well, the same happens as does with the adoption. So once you get your child, um, the mother and the father would then be, or the mother rather, would then get that 10 weeks consecutive um, of maternity leave. And then the father, again, would then be able to get that um, parental or family responsibility leave of, of, of 10 days. Now, those are the different instances that can play out. And depending on which category you fall, you then only can get that amount of maternity leave. Now, in terms of this judgment where, um, um, what's this, Judge Sutherland said that they seem to be unconstitutional because there is a clear differentiation and the differentiation is based on um, what you call this? He used the Hoxton versus Lane test, but essentially he he said in the judgment that there is a differentiation, and that differentiation is not justified for the different genders, and in essence, then creating a gender neutral to say, let the parents decide which parent is going to stay with the child for purposes of nurturing the child for that maternity leave. So okay. it shouldn't automatically be on the birth mother or the mother to get the extended amount of maternity leave, but that the parents themselves can decide con um, jointly. Because what he's saying is that it doesn't now give 
um, eight months of, of, of leave, if you may, for four months for the mother, four months for the father. No, he's saying jointly um, that should be the case where you then get for that for, for both all classes of parents, those four consecutive months of maternity leave, but jointly. So basically sharing the four months. Basically sharing the four months. Okay. That I've is got, correct. I've got Edward from Limpopo. Edward, good evening. Welcome to The Viewpoint. Uh, good evening, Beta. Uh, Beta, I would like to comment on this unfair uh, judgment. Because where it is uh, being unfair is that we've got a lot of abuse which is going on on the girl child. Right now, we are adding more pain to the girl child. Because she is the one who bears the pain of giving birth. And considering that nowadays, most of uh, uh, the women are having challenges on giving birth. So meaning they need more time to rest. They need time to breastfeed that child. But instead, that time is being taken away, give, being given to a man. Edward, I, right now you are my, you, I'm, I'm, I'm on your side because I was also sitting and thinking, the woman carried this child for nine months. How is yes. it then fair that they are put on 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 a same uh, pedestal after the birth, but thanks yeah. a lot. Um, or maybe you would you like maybe um, let me leave my uh, tepo to respond to you. Let, let let me respond for you. So in terms of the BCEA, it is mandatory for any woman that has given birth to not report to duty at least for four weeks, or I think it's six weeks rather. Um, from from her giving birth, unless a physician or a doctor basically says that she is fit to go to work, so that on its own is um, a, a, um, a right that has been afforded to a female to say that yes, you have given birth, therefore you are entitled to heal before you come back. Now also remember that this judgment, what it does, it doesn't take away the right of the mother to. Um, to 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 take care of the child, it doesn't do that. It's saying that where parties agree um, that you can take this amount of maternity or paternity leave, I'll take this amount. So I don't think it's an issue of it being forced down the throat ah. per se of a woman to say now you'll be forced to take less time off because your spouse. Would also like because the re, would also like to take care of the child because the reality is that a, a male figure cannot provide the same nurturing as a female birth giver specifically can give to a minor child or an infant child once they are born. Um, Edward, I'm, I'm I hope you're answered. I'm answered. Uh, are you taking into consideration? The, uh, the the women who are in, in the rural areas whereby there is an abuse according to our customs whereby that woman is supposed to fetch water and other things after coming from work and those women doesn't have enough money to go to a doctor for them to get that document which stated that they need them to rest. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, um, Edward from Limpopo. That's interesting. Tepo, what's your what's your say? I'm not quite getting. I I hear the issue of um, him saying that women are you know subject of abuse. 
that one I, I, I completely understand. But I'm just not getting his last part where he's now saying that they now have to go fetch water and they can't get to the doctor. And I'm trying to figure out what what the danger is um, that he's saying with regards to this law. Because for, for me on my side, it just provides um, flexibility on the parties and the parties meaning the parents to say, how do we work this out? Practically speaking, if I may throw a span in the works, is that in most instances, you find that a woman at her workplace would only be given, um, let's say, two months of maternity leave that is paid. And the rest of the two months, they're saying, if you're going to take it, it will be unpaid. So it then leaves some woman in some sort of a financial distraught where they are now forced to go back to work. Some women even earlier than that. So if that can apply to say for the two weeks or the two months that you're given off, um, you then work, but you don't have that burden of not having your full salary for the rest of the two months, if maybe your spouse can come in and maybe fulfill that role. That's how practically I see it, because we've seen these cases happening where um, women actually forced to go back to work only because of that financial strain. So it can be a win there for them. Mm. I think most probably, and I, I stand to be corrected, maybe talking about, you know, opening up a window uh, for for a little bit of abuse in the sense that um, you know when we know we are entitled to 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 certain things to certain rules and regulations. Mm. So as a woman, um, if let's say it is stipulated that I get four months, and it's mm. solid, I get four months, then you know it it would make more sense. I'm just giving an example here. So okay. if if it is in this case where then. We all know our rights, myself and my partner, that, you know what, I'm wanted at work, but there's this window where they say only six weeks is, is my maximum time. But the partner is not very, very supportive. He can just give me a, I will look after the baby. And maybe he doesn't really look after the baby. And I know mm. deep down that he doesn't look after the baby. Then what? Mm. You know, could, could there have not been another option to say, okay, we will give you four months and... That's just that. That's that's your right. Or we will give you six weeks, but maybe extend the rest to 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 complete the four months to maybe somebody who's a caregiver, giving that maybe you you are, you are in a village where they support. Mm. Maybe it's an aunt, whether whether it's a mom. I don't know. Hypothetically, I'm just I don't know if it makes sense. I think I I, I hear you. I hear you. And I, I have to, to a certain degree, agree with you because it really does open that window for that possible abuse. Um, because now the systems in place would now have to speak to each other. Because if we're now saying that we all know that, um, let's say the, the company policy says that you are entitled to four months of maternity leave. Now, that shouldn't change just because the law has now come in place to say that um, the maternity leave is gender neutral. I think that should then be a conversation between the employer and you as the employee to say, are you going to share your maternity leave with another person? You know, um, But I understand where that um, window of abuse is uh, 
can stem and emanate from. But I guess it's just a matter of making sure that not just the labor laws, but also the practice in the actual companies um, become something that uh, is spoken about, you know, mm. that you don't feel like you are now being forced to take a lesser amount of your um, maternity leave just because there's a new law that says that they, they are gender neutral. Mm. And then um, this is my last one um, before we got to top of the hour from Anonymous saying, my cousin got four weeks after birth. Is that legal? Sure. Her workplace insisted on two weeks, but a gentleman spoke on her behalf to get that four sure. weeks. Oof, like I said, um, so with maternity leave, it's always, always up to the discretion of the employer in terms of remuneration right um in terms of remuneration they can decide whether or not to pay you but in terms of the basic conditions of employment every woman must be given that six weeks um off and with or without pay but you must know that it is still at the discretion of the employer um the amount of time that they can give you off but the four months that is given in terms of the act says that for that period you are protected in terms of your work. So if they can't fire you, they can't start disciplinary proceedings against you, you can't be subject to retrenchment proceedings within that period because you are on maternity leave. It's like everything has to stop because you are now on maternity leave. I think we leave it at this point. Um, Tepo, thank you so much for joining us on The Viewpoint and hope to speak to you again sometime soon. That's a tip. Thank you so much, Professor. Thank you so much. Tepo Mujapilo, Director and Attorney at uh, Mujapilo Attorneys, uh, joining us. And we've been talking about um, the all parents um, situation where all parents are entitled to four months uh, parental leave. Uh, That was a ruling from the High Court. And I think this is all in good intention to say if mom has had her two months and then she has to go back to work, then dad can take over the other two, uh, the other two months.